This is all about human trafficking. It's a game actually all about human trafficking. I am obviously the biggest nerd at this table. It's all upside all the time. You're listening to the Hit the Deck podcast. Hit me up if there's a Japanese pro tour because uh, I need those mates. See, I didn't even want to introduce myself. I don't even know who I am. Card game review and strategy by gamers just like you. I, okay. don't, I don't think my tongue can actually make that noise. I don't know how I feel about that game. Oh, wait. I love it. And now, your hosts, Dwayne St. Arnold. Hey. Bend over, fucker. Resistance is futile. Clara Lavrenyuk. If you're not careful, I'm going to hit your shells with my shillelagh. <laughs> and James Dykes. Also pig solar eggs. Alright, welcome everybody out there. Uh, if you're listening to our angry cast here, welcome to Hit the Deck podcast. Uh, the angry edition. The ang- This is the angry edition. We are all really pissy pants today. We put Pretty on much. our angry pants. We we stepped in a puddle and we've got clouds hanging over our heads because we are, we are pissed off. Also, pig solar eggs. What? Angry birds? Oh. Oh, yeah. he was making some kind of obscure reference that I didn't get. I'm angry about that. <laughs> Your Angry Birds reference flew over my head. He made yeah. a bad joke. That also makes me angry. God damn it. I'm just so fucking angry right now. So I am your host, Dwayne Sennerald. With me today is Angry James Dykes. Grr. Angry Clara Lara. Fuck. Yeah, we're pissed. So why... You may be asking yourself, why are these guys so pissed off? What's the problem? Well, this is episode two, kind of like episode 2.5 or 2.6. Really, the I mean, it all starts with we're angry because it seems like our podcast is cursed right now. Like, we've just had some really bad, weird, you know, events happen and... Uh, we had we had our episode that we recorded that was supposed to be episode two, and then the iPod. What what happened, Wayne? The iPod just glitched out. Y- yeah, I don't know. The iPod was angry mm-hmm. and uh, decided to fuck us all. It fucked us all. So we had this nice like, you know, it was very calm and happy, and this you know about a wonderful a wonderful fun game wonderful called Seven Wonders, yeah. which we're gonna review in a future episode. But uh, since the iPod decided to lose it, or it's entirely possible I deleted it by accident, but we're oh, gonna that makes me angry too. We're gonna go with the 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 iPod lost it. Okay. I'm just gonna blame the iPod. Sure. Uh, here we are. Episode we're recording episode two point five. We're just gonna actually call it episode two uh, of Hit the Deck podcast, sponsored by Cardhouse Games, uh, who provided us the content that we're reviewing this week, which was uh, Star Trek. The deck building game, which made us all very angry. So we had a lot of things to be angry about. It's like angry giving. Yes, it's it's instead of Thanksgiving, it's angry yeah. giving, and we have every reason to be angry. Because we have many things to be angry about. Not only did we lose the recording of episode two, but also two of our um, members are just MIA. I mean, I we hope they're fine. Kellen is sick. So, so, so Kellen is sick. Kellen is like uh, he he's he, dying. He somewhere. caught leprosy or herpes or something, and he's just out of commission today. Uh, Joe Bono, if you hear this, we care about you and we hope you're okay. Please uh, 
text us, call us. We're worried about you. I hope you're okay. We miss you. Uh, so let's uh, let's so, just. So it's just the three of us. It's just Dwayne, James, yep. and me. Yep. And that's that's that, that that hasn't happened before. That's very unusual. Nope. We're gonna do it. So so we start we started with five podcasters last week. We had last time we had four podcasters. Now, now we have three. Well, technically, we had one in the middle that actually had all five of us. Sure, we're not going to talk about that. They're not going to believe us that that was really true. And then there were three. So, also, wait. There's another thing that we are kind of angry about, and that is, I'm sorry and very sad that Kellen and Joe are not here because I love you know playing games with them too and recording. But you know what? They fucking owe us some thanks. They owe us one because we they dodged bullets here. <laughs> we'll get into that later. We'll get we'll talk about that when we get to it. Let's let's go through our normal spiel here. So uh what have we been up to? So uh since we've spoken last, uh, I had a little mini trip to Vegas, uh played some played some cards down there, poker mostly, the the other kind of cards, not the uh not not trading cards. It was like a deck building game, except for my deck was the chip stack. Uh and I was nice. just Yeah, I did okay. Uh, other than that, like I've been playing, been playing too much. I played in uh, uh, state championships, Magic State championships. Uh, you know, didn't top eight. Uh, my roommate did and wanted took it down. Cedric, good job. Congratulations, uh, Cedric. You yeah. didn't play in that, right, right, Clara? You went um, there. You stopped by. I did. I stopped by states and said hi to everybody. But there was like how many hundreds of people there? Like over two hundred and eighty. Yeah, it was like two eighty six or two eighty four, something like that. It was a retarded amount of people. They which, had to, which is especially ridiculous because I heard one of the vendors, uh, somebody saying that like last year's states was only like a hundred and twenty three people. Yep. Yeah. So uh, also last year's states there was Jace the Mind Sculptor and it wasn't even as bad then. No, it was like you're right. They were there, but it wasn't near. It wasn't to the point where people were panicked about it. But yeah, it's just. Uh, some wizards. There was also doing... Blood Braid Elf at that point too. That card was sweet. <laughs> Come on, we liked cascading some cards. Yeah, let's sure. be honest. Sure. So I guess I guess I just really wasn't interested in playing in a nine round tournament. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, you know you, it, you won that weekend. In a, in if a, your a, name if your name is not Cedric Phillips and you spent twenty five dollars, you lost. If you didn't spend twenty five dollars, you're a winner. It was also extremely small, crowded room. Yes. I, so they they actually. Uh, they opened up the side room, and for a while, like they had some pairing problems. And this is actually very untypical, dystypical, utypical, atypical, atypical, atypical. Um, we got. <laughs> we found it eventually. Found it. Uh, it was very atypical for Cascade Games. They had a little bit of a uh, some you know logistical issues, and Ho- we had some like repairing can, and shit. Hopefully, they can get it together before GP San Diego. Yes, uh, Did you I, hear have, that? I have full faith in Cascade Games. They never have problems in get general. Get shit together, GP Portland. Hey, you know, okay. So you got a good point. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, they had opened up a side room, and there was ton like it was just packed. People like you know you know how people show up to trade and all that. There just wasn't room for uh, at first, but. Uh, whatever you're doing, wizards, I, you are doing it right because there was a Brazilian people there. A Brazilian, a Brazilian, a Brazilian there a, people. <laughs> there were lots of Brazilians there. No, <laughs> I'm I'm referring to the number one Brazilian. One one Brazilian. One Brazilian. Two Brazilians. One Brazilian. I, I think there was some trading going on over at the fiesta party next door too. There actually was some weird fiesta ish. What party was over there. that? I have I no looked, idea. I, I don't know. It was tell. a bunch of old people that make more money than we do. 
Sure. I have no idea what they were doing over there. And they there. think they're better than us. Makes hey, me to be fucking fair, angry. You know what? They didn't pay $25 to play in the nine-round tournament. They probably are smarter than us. Oh, well, except for me because I didn't do that. Yeah, so that all that said, I had actually had a lot of fun at States. Uh, I didn't do as well as I would have hoped, but uh, it was a really good tournament. I really liked the format. James, you played in it, right? Yes. How'd you do? I uh, won four, lost two, then decided to go home. Go home. Yeah. Probably fine. Yeah. Got to get not, ready not, for for your long day today. Not not hunting down Planeswalkers points as much anymore. Well, States was also a 1X event. Yeah, totally. Which, uh, maybe in other states that seems reasonable. For us uh, out here in Washington State, 280 players, uh, some very, very good players. Yeah, a Having lot that of, be a 1X event was pretty ridiculous. I mean, I look at the people that were in the top eight, and I mean, these are a lot of guys that, you know, we are friends with and know personally, and they're some of the best Magic players, not just in the area, but you could arguably say in the United States, in the world, possibly. Like. Yeah, I mean, we had, you know, PT, uh, we had two people who had top eighted Pro Tours. We had multiple Grand Prix top eights in, that, in the state's top eight. So... It was not like it was just a bunch of random shitters in there. It was like a lot of good players. Uh, a 1X event, I guess that's what they're doing. I, I blame Wizards more than the TOs. I know the TOs would sure like it to be a higher event. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I'm still very happy for Cedric, and I can't wait to see his belt. Yeah. let's. Uh, he's supposed to turn that plaque into a belt. That'll that's be the be awesome. sweetest. Uh, so what have you been up to, James? Well, I've uh, played in States. I've been drafting the new WoW set. We'll Sweet. get to that in a little bit. Sweet. Um, other than that, just uh, some Innistrad Sealed, some some Moto. Playing some Seven Wonders, some Star Trek deck building. Let's not talk about that one yet. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> Clara, what have you been up to? Um. Well, let's see. A few weeks ago, the fall quarter semester started for me, so I'm back in school, and that's kind of consuming most of my life and time that I would be putting towards games. So I haven't been able to play and game as much as I would like to. Um, But still, I've been um, mostly playing video games. I recently bought um, a couple new games for myself. Like I got Kirby Mass Attack for the DS. I heard that was good. It is awesome. I mean, I really love the Kirby series, um, but I got to play the demo for this at PAX, and it's really, really interesting. It's very different from kind of it really it's very different from the normal Kirby games in a sense because you for example you don't get to like suck up enemies and steal their powers um you don't get to do a lot of the things that are you know you would think are typical yeah uh, it's weird because uh but you get to do other cool things instead so it's it it balances I don't know how I feel about that like I've always related to the Kirby games because that fucker will eat anything. And, well, the thing and is, I, I, I just get it. I understand. <laughs> so the whole idea in, behind Mass Attack, as the name suggests, is that as you, def- as you defeat enemies and you gain like one-ups, and like I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly because I played it at PAX and then I bought it recently, but I haven't cracked it out to play it yet. Um, it's kind of like as you level up, you just get another Kirby and you get another Kirby and you get another Kirby until you literally have like a swarm of these little Kirbys that will like swarm attack these enemies and just fuck them up or they will all grab onto say so it's like it's like it's like genital crabs it's it's kind of like getting nightmare once it's like getting (laughs) gang raped by a bunch of kirby's (laughs) yeah i had this nightmare once that's for sure (laughs) i'm sorry sorry james um so that's been that's awesome that's for the ds and then um the other game that i picked up i guess it's a set of games is like one of my all-time favorite games is shadows of the colossus yeah um 
which was originally came out on the PS2, but then um, they just came. They just came released a port of Shadows of the Colossus and Ico, which is made by the same people. Uh, they came out with a high definition port to the PS3, and it has both of the games in it. So I was saw that, and I was like, I have to own this. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I I really want to pick it up because uh, we actually talked about this on uh, another Geek Horrifics podcast that I'm on uh, after the fact. Uh, we talked about this, and I, embarrassingly, I've never played either of those games. Oh my god! Neither are supposed to be very because well, in... you don't have a PS3. Damn! Damn. It's like I'm Ding. embarrassed for you. That makes me really sad to are hear. You? Mm-hmm. Are you angry about I'm that? I'm angry. Does it make you angry? <sighs> per- per- so, per- perhaps Luke Mathis, if you're listening, you could have Clara on your on the After the Fact podcast. Yeah, she'd probably love to talk about Ico. I she, would love she, to talk about any video games. So, <laughs> and, she, and she might be less offensive than us. Oh, are you fucking kidding Maybe. me? No, more angry. <laughs> so. Um, um, definitely, I would highly suggest playing Ico, playing Shadow of the Colossus. And if you have a PS3, go get this port because they redid all the graphics. So it's way, it looks beautiful. And they have all these extra features too. Like they have all these like behind the scenes or making of or like extra shit. And so it's definitely Sweet. work it. Two games for one. I love it. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of what we've been up to. Uh, I've done uh, quite a bit of like Innistrad drafts. Uh, because Innistrad Sealed is the next PTQ season for Magic. Uh, I think the draft is sick. Yeah. I think the draft format's sick. I think the Sealed format is actually really good. It's really popular with people yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I think that's part of, partly attributed to like the setting and all that. You know, the the actual like flavor feel of it. But the the cards themselves, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's um, you okay over there? Yeah, sorry, I just had a little tickle in my throat. <clears throat> is it an angry tickle? Yes, it's a very angry tickle. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, but yeah, so I've been uh, playing Sealed. Uh, people over, all around are reacting very positively to this. All of the drafts I've been to lately have been, you know, record attendances in the stores I've been at. FNMs have been huge. Also, wasn't it that there was the that online PTQ that happened today, and there was just like yeah. seven hundred people joined it. Was seven, that seven sixty eight? It capped it. Was it um, Innistrad that one today? Yes. Okay, yeah. so it makes you wonder. Like Innistrad's really popular. Yeah, it's well. So I think partly that that's because it was a limited PTQ on Magic Online, oh, which wow. means that the the barrier to entry on Magic Online is lower. You don't have to have a deck already. You can just pay 30 tickets or whatever yeah. and join in. So that always helps the popularity. Also, this is the, the pre-release weekend for Innistrad on Magic Online. So this is one of the first opportunities for people to get uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's on, right on Moto. And that's why there was 728 people. 68, 768. Don't fuck those 40 768 I mean, they're people. fucked already. They signed up for a 10-round PTQ. There's on only Online. one person out of that pool that didn't just make a horrible mistake. That's correct. Uh, I, to be fair, the people that top eight, the prizes are actually pretty decent. Oh, really? Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, you get quite a few packs, which obviously turns into tickets. Uh, okay, so 760 people got fucked. That, 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 okay. may, be, that may be correct. <laughs> wow. Uh, hopefully some of those opened some, you know, Liliana the Veil and got to cash out. Because yeah. that card is trading right now Magic Online for tons of cash. Uh, and then the other thing I've been working on, other than Innistrad Sealed, is uh, they announced, uh, with, uh, Aaron Forsyth announced on Twitter the other day that the next PTQ format will be Modern. Uh, which is the, actually the, current the season, modern, yeah. Uh, it'll change during the season once Dark Ascension comes out, but 
where we're at right now, it's, I mean, you can start thinking about this format right now. Yeah. Uh, they did do a whole ton of banning since we last had a podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I haven't had too much time to look at it. The format looks really sweet. Uh, it looks less, uh, you know, uh, as Brian Kibler said, you know, the deck, the format for the PT was, you know, a bunch of super combo decks like Charbelcher, essentially, you know, killing you on turn two. Right. And then, you know, a zoo deck and a control, or not even a control there deck. There was no and, control deck. Uh, and there was the Cloud Post deck. Right. Uh, well, the Cloud Post deck doesn't work anymore. Almost all of the combo decks are gone right. with these bannings. Uh, I'm sure there will be other combo decks that are slower, like the Splinter Twin deck is still around. But it looks like it's going to be a much more interactive format. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of excited that it's going to be a PTQ format. Uh, I know that they're one of the one or two of the Grand Prix at the beginning of the year next year are modern. So. Uh, that's pretty much what I've been grinding on is, you know, that's, that's the magic news right now is States, Innistrad, Modern. Um, I haven't had any time to play WoW TCG though. Yeah. Have, have you had, I, I, I've done a couple drafts, uh, drafted the, over the past week. Because Throne of the Tides came out, right? The new set came out, Throne of the Aftermath, Throne of the Tides came out on Tuesday. Sweet. I drafted it at Card Kingdom with, uh. Some of the regular players there on Thursday. The usual suspects. The usuals. The usuals. This is the same set with the uh, the monsters. Yes. The monster heroes, yeah. right? Dwayne, you could be a murloc. <laughs> I could stab you in the fucking throat. <laughs> you could. So angry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed already. You want to push me with some murloc bullshit? Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> one one of the yeah, so one of the strategies is is drafting monsters. There's a lot of monsters in the set. Um I mean there's some monster heroes, so you have to have a deck that only has monsters. You can't have Horde or Alliance guys to, yeah. to it, play those. It's like a uh, monster. So match. we had we had ten people in our draft pod. Uh I think two or three of the people had monster heroes. Sure. And and in a row, there were like five people drafting monsters. A couple of them ended up actually being able to play monsters as their heroes, and the rest just had horde or lines to line decks with with monsters in them. So let me ask you this: Is this just a fucking gimmick? It seems like a gimmick. It feels like a gimmick. You're only saying that because you fucking hate monsters. You no monsterist. No, because I felt like double face cards in Innistrad were a gimmick too, but people love it. So I, you know, like, my opinion is clearly fucking skewed. Well, what what they're trying to do is uh, because they reduce the number of cards per pack. Okay. They, they reduce it oh. from, from 19 to 15. They want to make sure there's oh. enough playable cards for all the players. So they're pool. making it more like magic. Yes. Again. Oh, what a shock. Okay. Who'd have thunk it? I kind of actually liked getting those giant packs. Yeah. Yeah. So, But no. No. <laughs> fuck that. No said. more. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Yeah, thanks, everybody. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, uh, the nine. I thought the nineteen card packs were sweet. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's a shame because they're gone. It's yeah, they're gone now. Um, so, so monsters are can be played by any horde alliance or monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it gives a bunch of cards and packs that any deck can play. You're not having to necessarily commit to a color so is the monster hero like just for this block just for this set or is it an ongoing thing do we probably know it's probably just gonna be for this block 
Okay, so it's a gimmick. It's yeah, it's a gimmick. It's probably a sweet gimmick. It's going to be fun. You get to you know play as you know James the Murloc fucker, and yeah, that's that's cool. Um, what <laughs> did, did you did you see my laptop or something? Listen, okay. It's, it's pretty I obvious. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. Can we I'd just ha- move on? I feel like that. That like. Uh, the- uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even make a joke about this. <laughs> this is too much. I feel like Murloc porn is just. Oh like, no! Is just low. No. It's like it's no. I, it's not as bad as child pornography. I want to make like a fish smell joke about that, but I, I don't even know where to no. start. I think I just did. Oh my god! Yeah, you in, you insinuated it enough that we're disgusted. Yeah. We're, we're all mutually disgusted. Yeah, I, I I hope our listeners are disgusted too. I think I th- I'm hoping our listeners are disgusted, but want to continue listening. Of course, uh, because let me tell you. Uh, well, there's, you th- there's no other wow news, right? Like, there's not too much happening right now. There's not uh, really it's, affairs it's, that are coming up. It's a pretty dead period before the world championship. World, champ- world champs in Amsterdam. Are you going? Oh yeah. No. Uh, you had talked about going. I, I'm not qualified. Oh well, then you're probably not. I'm not go. going to Amsterdam. There's some people from the northwest going though. Yeah, there's a few people. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, we'll have to see how they do. That's a that's a long trip, and once you're in Amsterdam, there are a lot of distractions. <laughs> yeah, what happens in Amsterdam? Is supposed to stay in Amsterdam, but usually comes back as a staff infection. You never know. You might <laughs> <laughs> might be walking. Trust down me, you do not want to get Dutch herpes. <laughs> walking Jesus. down the alley in Amsterdam, and there's some fucking Murloc-looking hooker on the side of the road. It's like, hey, baby, they've got everything you, in you Amsterdam. Come in and monster my class. <laughs> Is uh, you want some of this monster mash? Oh, that's disgusting. Oh my god, god, we are the worst. All right, so uh, we c- it, it, if you're thinking that we kind of breeze through the news for magic and breeze through the news for WoW, it, it, we kind of did. We have a lot to talk about with this game. Uh, and I mean, honestly, like there are some things going on, but it's not. There's not a tremendous yeah. amount of new news going on. Yeah, like uh, for the next episode, they'll probably have all the deck lists out from state champs, and we'll have some more to talk about magic. You can dissect those. Yeah, same with WoW. There'll be a little bit more happening. Right now, though, uh, I, I'm afraid, but we we should talk about this game that we played. Today. Sure. Uh oh. Here it's and now it starts. All right. So uh, this is Star Trek deck building game, the next generation premiere edition. Oh, that means there are going to be more of these games. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll be able to come out with more of these so, games. <laughs> I mean, they have to have a market, right? Uh, it's it's uh, published by Bandai, uh, and Bandai has actually got a decent name for um, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they've they've been making De- card games yeah, in general been, for a yeah. while. Uh, and I'll say that before we get into anything, uh, one of the few perks about this game was I felt that the art presentation in this game was pretty good. Yeah, it, it seems like very true to the Star Trek kind of feeling in nature. So let's talk about some of the pros real fast. So 
Long story short, trying to explain the rules to this game is going to be really difficult. Yes. It came with an actual Starfleet manual. Uh, that and it, had was, it was written in Klingon. Klingon <laughs> may have been more intel- intelligible. <laughs> I think it was actually written in English. I know. English. Okay, Dwayne, I'm sorry. I know you said we should start out with the, uh, the pros, but I just have to throw this con out here first because it's just the immediate thing that you notice is the game seems very intimidating when you first pick it up because... I mean, you first pick it up and open it up let's, because let's, it just. Let's take a look at the corner of the box where it tells you how old you have to be, how many players you need, and how long a game is. So it says right here, players two to five, which I agree with. That is accurate. Yep. Time, sixty to ninety minutes. That is bullshit. So that is a bad. blatant fucking printed I, I, lie. I think if we played ten games of this first, we'd kill ourselves, but we could probably finish a game in sixty minutes. If we played 10 games of this, it would be next Thursday. We would so, probably <laughs> jump through a wormhole and there would be like a rip in this time-space continuum. Yeah. We would actually be in Stardate, you know, 2184. Uh, just so we're clear, uh, when we were getting ready to record, we played two and a half games. That's in, all we could fit into one day. In a full day. Uh, granted, the first game was a learning experience. Took quite a while because we had to get the setups. Uh, the second, the second game, game went, was fairly quick, actually. Yeah. So this game has three different modes that you can play. You can play free for all, which is much more like your Dominion Ascension. Like everyone has their own deck, everyone's doing their own thing. It's kind then, of like, what, what did we say? It's kind of like Ascension meets Munchkin. Yes. Because it has yeah. a very similar setup to Ascension, but then it has the kind of badly, you know, you draw cards and you try to fight them like Munchkin has. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of screw your neighbor in this game. Yeah. Uh, screw like, thy neighbor. Yeah, when you pick up the wharf ass fuck card, it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> you know that somebody's going to get screwed because every, like, the, we tried playing the game where you could tell we, we were trying not to, like, aggressively attack each other but then the game just forces you into situations where you're like well i guess you're fucked okay it's your turn Be like, all right Dwayne, we're all fucked Dwayne, i don't want to have to do this but it's like i don't want to have to do this but i have to tase you i have to <laughs> you're like don't... no bro sorry bro i have it's, to tase you it's it's really like one of those scenes from saw yes it's, it's <laughs> like that where you're like oh god i have to i, I feel like in saw you could have the you know you have to play this game if you want to live. <laughs> God damn it! This this could be a saw challenge. And this is why earlier I was saying, Kellen and Joe, you owe us one. Yeah, for, you for, owe us. You we, owe us big. We, you 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 dodged some bullets here, and you owe us for playing this game so that you didn't have to. And no, no let, let's be fair. Like I think the last game we played kind of kind of color our opinions of this. Made me very um, angry. I so, think the free for all isn't all that bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and to make that clear, there's multiple ways to play this game. Like, I don't know. Did he, did you mention that, Dwayne? That there's like a yeah. free for all. So there's free for all, which is like your Dominion style game. There's teams, which is like two on two teams, uh, and then there's a co-op mode. Now they include, where you fight the Borg. Kind yeah. Of. So they include different card packs. Like there's a bunch of cards that are common to all all three games, and then there's some cards that are just for exploration. There are some cards that are just for Klingon Civil War. And then there's just the co-op, which is Borg Invasion. Now, just so we fully disclaimer, we didn't play the Klingon Civil War mode. We, we didn't three have players. time. Yeah. Had we had you know had the had, game been sixty to ninety minutes as advertised, we probably could have done it. Had but we no. dedicated a weekend instead of one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh that said, we played 
two games of exploration and a half game of Borg Invasion before we called it a day. Well, yeah. we had to cut it down. I would venture to say a game of Borg Invasion, the co-op, by players who had a pretty good idea of what they were doing is a three-hour endeavor. Probably. It is a marathon. It really it might, is. It might be quicker with more players. It might not. I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't. We'll get into that in a minute. So, anyways. So, this game... Uh, so I will say this. Let's talk about the pros a little bit. I, I really want to like point out what I liked about this game. Yeah. Because yes. it's going to spiral down just like it just was a second ago. <laughs> once we start talking about shit that I... Oh, God, I'm angry. So the cardstock was really nice. Ooh, it felt all space age. It was like the card... The quality Her was good. Her hair is really tell. pretty. <laughs> you're, you're very nice. The cards felt really slick and smooth and nice until somebody got pizza oil on them. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like the... You can tell that the company that manufactured this, Bandai, has money. Yeah. Like they put actual funds into this because it wasn't just you know, uh, you know, printed on the back of like you know some Mexican newspaper. Right. It's also like the box itself looks really nice. It's kind of funny that yeah. when you open up the this, box, this, though, this box has a lot of of eye so, appeal. So we need to talk about this box now, listeners. Uh, I, I apologize if you you can't visualize this. The box itself is like uh, a like foot an and eight- a half long. Uh, a little less than a foot wide. You know, it's like two inches, four, three inches tall. And I, I expected there to be like a board in this, plus, you know, some other stuff. I opened this box up, and I'm doing it right now. This box, this was the most disappointing Christmas <laughs> present oh, open yeah. I've ever seen. You know how you know how you ever get a present and someone's trying to fuck with you and they give you this giant box and inside is another box and inside is, you know, a bag of shit that's like, you know tiny compared to the giant box they gave you in the I first swear, place this is like 30 percent cards and 70 percent packing material you are real generous this isn't even 30 fucking percent okay cards. it's 20 maybe 15 percent let's, cards. See, let's take a look at the contents here you get five pieces of styrofoam that styrofoam is really high quality though it is high quality. i really very, am liking it's high quality it. foam it'll, it'll make good uh, sound buffers it would also later. make really good stress like stress yeah, yeah, squeezers yeah. <laughs> That's what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you get so fucking all, angry at this game. You also get one for each player. So that you can all, everyone exactly. Can. It's you're so angry playing this game. Uh, you have to squeeze the styrofoam and be like, God you, fucking You also damn get it. two folded pieces of cardboard to take up space. So so I, I'm just going to go over this real quick. The, the box itself was like a foot and a half by nine inches by two inches. So it's a pretty good size box. It's probably like a shoe box size box. Inside that box are 300 playing cards and five d20s that's it. and the manual and the manual which is uh nowhere pages. yeah it's 20 pages uh you know presented to look like you know some sort of starfleet bullshit it actually looked nice yeah i'll give him that other than the other than the translation issues it looked like it looked like a good manual we'll get into the english in a minute but this was the biggest waste of packaging you Absolutely. could tell all they wanted to do was get a bigger 
you know footprint on store shelves. Absolutely, really, really disappointing when I open this because there's a nice picture of like you know Star Trek characters Jean Luc Picard and all the other ones on the data are on, and then there's like the Starship Enterprise. So you look at it and you go, wow! Like if you're a Star Trek fan, you would see this on the shelf of a game store and go, wow, that looks cool. And then you'd open it up and be like, what? what yeah, you open it up and it looks like there's two decks of cards <laughs> in it, nothing. and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so all that aside, the, the actual quality of the materials is really high. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the card layout is really good. Yeah, it, it was really confusing at first. So yeah, I, like, I agree I w- with you, and I want to touch on that in a second. But mm-hmm. the card layout, like you have you know, the card name, the card cost, the card type. And then there's different colors for the different types. Then they they do things when you play them from your hand. Plus, they give you stats for when you fight. Right. So it's it's really confusing when you look at it first because there's all these different stats and sections. Mm-hmm. But but it has a really nice design and layout. Everything like fits really well together and has that Star Trek sci-fi feel to it. Yeah, they, they, they kept in line with the, all the visual aspects from other Star Trek things, like the colors and the, the mm. you know, the UI layout and things like that. And everything lines up, so when you're counting up stats, you just set the cards one on top of each other, look down the line, and that's your stats. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's I think that they got a lot of this right, mostly because Bandai has made other games yes. before. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people that made this game didn't work at Bandai. The people that took the rules and turned turned the visual aspects there at Bandai, right? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That probably happened. Sorry, we have some you know, distractions here. Uh, so, no. like, uh, Jay, what did what did you think uh, about anything about the game? Like, yeah, uh, just the, talk the, for a minute. The, the exploration part of the game. The, the I'm getting you, angry. Where, just, where are yeah. you playing against everyone else? Um, we did. We hated it at first. The game was very. It's very intimidating to get into. There, the rule book is large. Yeah, there like are a lot when of, I op- there are a lot of different things you're doing in the game. There's a lot of different phases, and uh, to get to just get into the game, there's a steep entry point. Yeah, like I like I opened up the rule book and I was you know because Dwayne and James they were like un- taking out all the cards from the plastic wrap and like trying to set things up. So I was like, okay, I'll start reading the rule book to see how things set up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I was trying to decipher what it's talking about. And I think one of the problems is they're using they're using a lot of um you know terminology to try to stay in the flavor and be like very technical and make it sound space agey as if like they make try to make it sound like you're reading a real starfleet you know manual yeah and the problem is is like i could i was like what is what are we supposed to do what is this all about it was not very it was very just want to know how to play your fucking game and then once we finally deciphered it we're like oh wait this game is just like fucking ascension and then when we play, we're like, we're like, oh, it's just like Ascension. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like they, they made, they made it, it into they, a technical manual. Yeah, right? like they made it seem all like different and exotic and strange. When really it was all things that we would be familiar with in deck building games. Just they wanted to describe it in really exotic terms. Yeah, I, uh, I was not too impressed with the wording in the manual. It was, it was confusing. Once we could uh, give it a good analogy to something we've already done, it worked out fine. Uh, that said, the also the card the um the cards themselves while they look nice and once you get used to the card layout it's pretty easy to interpret. When you first look at them, you're like, this is a lot of fucking information and it's it's not 
really clear and especially some of like the event cards there's so many different little i guess you would say commands on them that it's it for, when you first go play the game it's very easy to miss all the stuff that you're supposed to be doing or all the things that the cards do yeah, there, yeah. there's it's a lot of, lot of information some of these cards have a lot of text on them and the area you the 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 area that the card gives you for text in them the real estate you get for for rule space in them is doesn't change so you have some cards where there's just a bunch of wasted space and you have some cards where it's down to like six point font. This is the same problem Tanto Corey had where just the reading some of the cards is just difficult because there's just so much text on it. And because they did so much of the, you know, the graphic effect on the cards, making it look like, you know, it's straight out of, you know, some Star Trek nav panels. And right. I mean, it did have good pictures of characters or, you know, it did have good screenshots, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were clearly, a lot, of, lot of, a lot of the cards have, have screen images from Star Trek The Next Generation. There's some that are just hand-drawn or like, computer-drawn. So all of the actual characters from, you know, the 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 show were represented... Uh, they even had kind of a flavor to them, you know. Like yeah. if, if you followed the show, you could tell, you know, you know, uh, Beverly Crusher, the Doctor, would you know bring bring your characters back from your discard pile. I like that there was kind of different factions that seemed to have different flavors. Like the Klingon cards had their own kind of little things going, and like they were like the battle-y. Vul- yeah, and then like that Vulcan or the the f- Romulan, the Romulans, and then the uh, Frangi. Ferengi, the Frangis, those, yeah. those guys too. Yeah, I don't remember all the They're terms. They're like Murlocs You know, space. the ones with the butt heads. <laughs> They're like Murlocs in space. No lies. I'm not even making that shit up. And another thing I really liked is that I felt like they did a really good job representing the the, the special characters, like you were saying with the Doctor, but also yeah. like the most popular famous characters were also the most awesome cards in the deck. Like you, when you finally flipped like Jean, you know, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, you're like, wow, this card is awesome. He's obviously the best one in the whole deck. Or when the USS enterprise comes up, you're like, that ship is the best ship in the whole thing. Like, yeah. Like I, I agree with James. I think the, uh, the single player was pretty good. Uh, I would, actually or sorry the 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 the, the, the free-for-all the free-for-all the, they, i think they call it exploration mode yeah that was actually pretty good yes, yeah it was one good, thing one thing that i that i didn't like about the exploration version of the game is that hopping into it at the start with the goals or how to achieve your goals isn't clear at all no so forming strategies in the very first couple times you play the game is just it's muddy it's completely just unclear and yeah like i mean in our second game i took a strategy and you guys were immediately ridiculing me for what i was it doing it seemed reckless and stupid it seemed reckless and, and angry basically uh you have to you can choose whether you want to explore space and by exploring space you have random events that happen sometimes they just annihilate you and your ship explodes and you have to kind of almost start over but sometimes you get victory points. Well, you have to accumulate victory points to win. The only way to get these points is by doing this space exploration. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Because the exploration is a really weird concept in the game. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a catch-20 fuck you, is what I'd like to call it. <laughs> catch-20 that, fuck you. Yeah, because, and it's, so this, this whole catch-22, or catch-20 fuck you, is that the only way you can win the game is by getting victory points. 
And so the only way you can get victory points is by going into exploring space. But the thing is, there's so many things in there that are just mean and cruel and this, fuck you over. This, so it's the, very munchkin it's So you the, kick in the door and you get your ass beat. Exactly. Except you get to, in this game, you get to choose when you kick in the door. But the thing is, it's like, you're like, well, I want to win, so I have to explore. But no, I don't want to explore because they're going to fuck me up. And they'll just, there were t- so many turns where like we, it's not like a little bit of a bad thing happened. Like sometimes we got decimated just yeah. horrible bad things they just like murdered your mother and sent her head in a package to your front door and then you're like oh no it's just like and it sometimes was just, you get cookies and sometimes you get cookies yeah. but sometimes <laughs> your parents get murdered like this is just horrible yeah so like <laughs> I'm just picturing you're like cookies, murder, cookies, murder. <laughs> exactly. Who the fuck knows? It's kind of like yeah, you're gonna open the door and you don't know if there's gonna be bloody, gory, horrible things happening or cookies. Like it's just you don't know. It's really bad. And this game is mean. This game is really, really this, mean. This game is mean. Half of the half of the turns where we were playing uh, cooperatively, uh, you have to explore every turn, and we would flip over the card, and it was like Borg gang rape. Like oh. You actually all die. You all lose points. I don't... Okay. You know, the Borg dropped the soap. You lose. <laughs> I actually don't think... I, I feel like maybe it's one of those games, and I've heard this about other games, like maybe the Battlestar Galactica one or some other like games that you play cooperatively. Like This is one of those where I don't know if it's even possible to win. Like, I think it, I think seems it is. seems really, really, yeah. really difficult because you just keep getting like because there's okay in the in the cooperative one where you fight against the Borg, they like you also will get Borg cards put into your deck, which is almost like a curse, but it's worse than a curse because instead of just being this bad thing in your deck, it's something that like just screws you over and does horrible things. And if you happen to draw five of them, you're done. Like you're out of the game and they're like, fuck you, Dwayne, you have to stop playing. Like, yeah. So like you're building your deck, right? And as you encounter different events, if you lose or if you fail, or if you just flip the wrong fucking card, you get a board card put in your deck. And the board cards are like you said, they're like curses and dominion where they're Except blanks. for worse. Yeah, they're actually they, they worse. actually power up the 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 bo- other board cards. Yeah. So like they accumulate and as you reveal more at the wrong times, you get more board cards and then if you ever shuffle and draw your opening 5 and it's all board cards, you lose, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. Good day, sir. That's it. You're out. You you are no longer playing the game. Your friends are sitting there and you're just like kind of sitting around watching them. And that's that why happened to me. It, yeah. Yeah, it did. And that's yeah. why this game is really mean because not only is the random events or things that happen, you know, can be cruel and unusual, but just like you kind of mentioned earlier, like the game will pit players against each other or force us to do not just the game does horrible things to us it forces us to do horrible things to each other where it's like oh wait i'm gonna explore space and then you draw a war card which forces all the players to battle whether they want to or not or things like sorry Dwayne, the game told us you can't play anymore so we're supposed to ignore you i'm sorry to to be fair though the war cards are not in the co-op mode they're only in the the free-for-all um, That's true, but still, no. The, the, the co-op mode has the Borg gang rape, cards. right? Yes, I, 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 I guess I don't mind that the game feels so mean because it's the Borg. It should it's be because extreme. you are a mean, cynical person, James. It's the Borg. They should be out there to gang rape you. 
but what about even in the free-for-all when it's just like us you know the borg, the borg actually just thinks is one they think they it will gang rape you yeah exactly not 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 no. you know they don't take turns it's all at once right they think collectively right yeah yeah they're all coming up your ass once <laughs> i'm really same scared. time <laughs> let's go i've gone from being really like, scared to being really angry. bend over fucker resistance is futile Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> there, your your asshole has no resistance. In Today today's offensive group of the population: Star Trek fans. Set no, your phasers to rape. Is, the thing is, I'm I, I I am actually. This has nothing to do with Star Trek fans. Like you know, we all kind of like Star Trek. You know, a little bit. We're all nerds here. We're That's all fine. nerds. We, you know, we might not be really hardcore Trekkies, but we like Star Trek a little bit. And the thing is, I actually feel bad for Star Trek fans. I almost want to be like, be careful, stay away. <laughs> like you'll get your heart broken and your ass raped. Like that is gay. I think they might be used to it. Maybe. <laughs> I think they might be okay with this. Like. So, uh, to be fair... Or maybe the maybe they're the only ones who can stomach this game. Like, you have to love Star Trek so much to be able to put up with this game. Well, wait a second. Like, the, 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 the free-for-all game isn't bad. I think it's actually a good game. I think if it didn't have Star Trek all over it, we probably would still play it and enjoy it. I don't know if that's true. I'm still really angry. I mean, we're, we're angry because the... the it was late in the day and the co-op game was frustrating and taking forever. No, I was angry in the first game too. It wasn't just the co-op. The first I was game was also taking time. forever because we didn't know what we were doing and it took two hours. You see, the thing about, okay, this is this is what I, I, I feel like I could sum, surmise this, is that for, say, the free-for-all game, there are really fun moments in it where, say, you explore and then you get a good chain where you're able to, like, complete all these events and all this great stuff happens. Or, you know, sometimes you'll have a really good streak. But then sometimes you'll have a horrible, just soul-crushing bad streak. And so it's just like this game has its up and downs where, you know, you get the shit beat out of you. And you're like, oh, God, this is horrible. But then the game lures you back in. And it's like, no. Just like Mon- it is just no, like Munchkin. James. Like, this game is still fun. Play us. Play us. And you're like, okay, I had some good turns. Maybe this game isn't bad. And then you get beaten up again. And it just beats you again and again and again. There was one thing that I was kind of entertained by. So uh, being, you know, uh, an adult nerd, uh, mm-hmm. I've been following nerd culture for a long time, you know, since I got beat up in high school. For right. <laughs> now, <laughs> now uh, for those of you that are adult nerds as well, uh, Will Wheaton, you know, uh, the, the guy that played uh, uh, Wesley Crusher, uh, his Wesley Crusher is in this game. Uh, I thought it was really funny that basically in this game, Wesley Crusher's ability is sacrifice this card, get a real cast member. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will we, and I know you'll probably never listen to this. Uh, that was a, a mockery of, of your skill. And uh, Actually, I, I think he would agree that it is exactly a, a perfect representation of his skill. That's actually probably true. <laughs> on the next generation. Uh, on the next generation, that was probably true. It, it, uh, I thought that was really funny. That yeah. that was his quote flavor. So, like, I think the really bad thing is this game takes forever. You can't just sit down, pick it up, and play it. it takes a long time to learn. It's a long time to learn the strategies. A long time to learn their terminology. And that kind of uh, surprised me. Um, it's it's very complicated. It is a fun game. 
I was, it's a good game. I don't know if it's a fun game. It's a good game. Fun, fun is a relative word. I mean, it's, some might like you know cling on you know schoolyard beatdown sure. as fun. <laughs> sure, you know. I, I I think I think there's a good game somewhere in that in that box. Yeah, probably, probably with a styrofoam. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like some it. sort of like, you know, building some sort of cool sculpture with all the foam they packed I like into the styrofoam. I did. <laughs> I really liked it. It was very squishy. What? What? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> I, just don't I don't know. know. Respond. I just, I just, I'm not. Dwayne, are you with me on this? I just don't understand why James is not furious like we are. I Maybe his soul was crushed a long time ago, so there wasn't anything left for this game to crush. <laughs> this game was exactly what I expected it to be, <laughs> which <laughs> I, I, I picked up this game and I, I told you guys, this game looks... Terrible. Well, you see, I was expecting a silly game. I was expecting like a you know silly whatever kind of game, but no, this was a cruel game. I was expecting. I was expecting a game that was obviously bad. This game is not obviously bad. It's just secretly, just soul crushingly, life sappingly long and tedious. This this game. It's it's like grinding experience in WoW over and over again. This game is dicks. (laughs) It's dicks. I'm saying, but you, it it's it is. Dicks. So let's let's talk let's talk briefly about some of the things that, that But I was surprised how long it was because you know so many deck building games are kind of like they're short and they also they try to be short. They they try to be yeah. something that you can just pick up and play a game in less than a half an hour and when you know we found out that this game takes uh decades I I was really surprised. So I I feel like you know when we played Tanto Quarry the games were you know 30, 40 minutes-ish. Yeah. When we played, uh, you know, we play Ascension or Dominion, those games, we already know how to play all those games. This game, we had we had this learning curve where it was, a lot of it was similar, you know, draw five, shuffle your deck when you're done, you know, buy cards, use, you know, buy more resources to buy more cards. But there was so many different aspects, you know, battling spaceships there's so many cards like individual cards as well not just characters but like maneuvers and setup cards so for me that was a plus yeah i think it i think it's a plus i thought that was actually sweet because you look at this huge deck of cards that you're randomly flipping off of it's like these are all different cards it reminded me a little bit of ascension where there's so many different cards that are gonna come up i would agree with you that's a plus but it all it i mean it just it does add to the learning curve that's what i was trying to say it, I, it think, makes I think it, it goes back is it, it it is not immediately clear when you sit down and play the game it's immediately clear when you play dominion you need to get money to get victory points and essentially you need to get runes to buy cards or you need to get power to fight monsters to get victory points the goals in this game aren't clear yeah it's because in ascension or dominion your victory is is right on the card there right right whereas in this in this game the victory is in a face down deck that you're randomly looking yeah. at oh and just to like let people out there know the way that you win is there are in when you explore there's these all these cards that have victory points but whoever is the first person to get to 400 victory points 
is the one who wins. And of course, when I first heard that rule, I kind of shit my pants because I was like, are you serious? 400 points? I was like, are, is each card worth like one point? How long are we going to yeah. be here? But it turns out that the cards are actually like 25, 50. Some of them are even 75 or 100 points. Like, Yeah. Like you, once you start accumulating, it, we, it was surprisingly quick. I'm like, oh, I'm at 325. I'm almost there. Right. But... It still took a long time. It I did. I felt like the first game we ended up, you know, dirtling around too long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before we started going yeah. getting points. Yeah. Uh, game two, I immediately went just trying right. points. Uh, I think, you know, there's pluses and minuses about that. But uh, for those of you that are going to play the co-op game, don't. 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 Go outside, slash your own tires, and you'll be less frustrated <laughs> with your life than if you play the I, co-op game. I, I you, agree. you should instead of going to the co-op, you should go to the beach with an envelope full of a thousand dollars in twenties and then just let those twenties fly in the wind across the ocean. <laughs> Cause you would feel happier then than if, you do if you if, play co op. If, if you buy this game, take the co op cards and light them on fire. Yeah. They're the board cards. They're better for kids. They're green. They're easier to burn. But actually that reminds me of something, even though I have just been shitting all over this game and just being so angry, I do have another good point that I want to bring up and give credit where credit's due. Is that that we're not playing it right now? I'm glad that we're not playing it right now. I feel very relieved. Do you want to shuffle up? Oh, God damn it. Grr. So the, the point that I want to bring up is that, is that uh, this game, I think the designers of this game need to be credited for how well balanced it is. And the fact that is there's so many cards and so many different interactions and things going on. And yet it still felt really balanced. It felt like the game mechanics were worked out pretty well. And I also think that there's like, there's like three or four games in one here. Cause you have like the free for all. Then you also have uh, the team play. Right. And then you have the the co-op so that's, that's not a game the co-op okay. is not a game no no it's not it, the it, co-op it's is an abortion actually, yeah, but it's it's, it's 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 you know putting the fork in the in the toaster but they tried right they, it's that, supposed i'm not to gonna be. give them credit for trying and failing no okay they, you're right but it was supposed to be a game and the thing is there's supposed to be three games in one and the thing is one of those games turned out pretty good and you never know maybe one day if we ever get to try the team play maybe that one won't be so bad either it could be horrible but it could be okay so i just say that you know they did their very best and i think for the most part they they pulled it off pretty well as far as having an extremely complicated complex game and it's still being fairly balanced and the game mechanics working out so you're you're happy that they almost succeeded no, I'm not happy that they almost succeeded. I'm fucking angry that they almost succeeded, but I was trying to give them a little bit of credit. No, they don't get any fucking credit from Fine, me. Fine, never mind. I mean, fuck you, you, you can fuck give them. them. You can give them credit. I don't so give a fuck. What would what would make the co-op mode interesting? Because there aren't there. I don't know of any other deck building games that are played as a co-op. Yeah, like um, so. Part of the problem for me in the co-op mode was that you're playing with still a lot of the cards from the single player version, where they have abilities that literally don't do yeah, anything. Yeah. They're like, you know, you know, fuck your opponents this way or fuck your opponents that way. And they just don't do that because, because you don't have, you don't opponents, have opponents anymore. Right. So You're you have cards that cost an, an incredibly large amount of, of resources to buy. That just don't do anything. That have marginal stats. They have a normally high power effect that doesn't do anything. Right. But you still have to play with these cards. 
you don't have to play with them. You can trash them. You can right, but there's still cards that are coming out. Yeah, of the yeah, deck, yeah, right. Yeah. Like you still have to see these, interact with these, decide. Well, this is fucking miserable. And sometimes they're the only choice you've got. Like there's certain times where you're like, you really just need character cards, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, kind of sucks. Like so, the win condition in the the co-op mode is you have to essentially accumulate a ton of stats across your character cards you know the people around the enterprise the other characters in the will series wheaton. it will wheaton uh but y- you can't use you know your phasers or your tractor or your beam, ship your ship you can't use any of that shit which normally have really high stats so you have to accumulate when you randomly hit this card off the deck you have to happen to have a bunch of high-powered stat characters. Also, I think another way that this game is really cruel is in the co-op is that when in when you're fighting the Borg, you have to fight these Borg cubes. And then when you defeat a Borg cube, so each Borg cube has its stats, like its attack and its life and all that shit. And then it has kind of like a multiplier. And so every time you defeat a Borg cube, every next Borg cube that shows up gets a multiplier by how many have already been killed. So it gets like exponentially harder where after you you know have killed three board cubes it's like well the next one that comes up it's gonna take its stats plus three you know yeah i was actually okay with that, that because that, yeah that seemed fine sometimes yeah. it seems like ridiculous your, your decks yeah. your decks should be getting better as the game goes exactly on, but they weren't I mean, that might have been us misplaying. It might have us having 60 board cards each in our decks. That's also a possibility. Like, the whole co-op scenario, it's difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. Yeah. Uh, it's not fun. No. The game it's, is not fun. This like, is a game. That's just, it's, it's not fun. It's it's a ch- it's it's made to be challenging, and it's challenging, but it's not a fun challenge. It's just a challenge. I think that given other <laughs> objectives or other cards uh it, it, the co-op could be fun so the the moral of the story is boys and girls that if you want to play a game that's challenging but isn't fun you should pick up the co-op we found it <laughs> we did it good news <laughs> but but this is the thing there this is a premier edition there may be other editions they may try again i i'm i'm a, I would encourage them to try again. Oh, God, if, I if, hope if, they if, don't. If they're going to try again, they shouldn't have released their first attempt as the premiere edition. This should the be premiere This dick. should be the half-assed edition. <laughs> the beta edition? Yeah. The, the, you dicks. Know, the, the dicks edition? Yeah. The slightly slow human version as opposed to the, you know, the Vulcan version or some <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. The, playing this game was really frustrating for me because I felt like they were close to what it could have been. They yeah. they were close to what actually could have been a really good game. They missed on some spots. Maybe even in the they just player. sorry. Maybe they just got confused as well along the way. There's just too many variables to do, keep track of. Do you know how confused they were? They were so confused they couldn't even spell the name of their own cards correctly. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh, this was good. Oh damn! So, oh. Okay. So. Um, I'm looking through the game, and I'm just—we're just going through our first game. We're dirtling around. We're not doing anything efficient at all. And I look down at the board, and I just start laughing. Because, because James, you, you'll admit it is common to maybe find a very minor, you know, problem or typo. I'm, there, there, there were a lot in Tano Quarry, but that was a, a translation of a Japanese game to English. It was done fairly quickly to get it on market. Uh, it's understandable. It's not good, but it's understandable. Um, so there's this card in the in the deck it's called shields it gives you lots of shields you know, you know like brook brook shields yeah, yeah. or you know the thing that you know the army puts in front of their face so right. you know the romulans like, don't yeah. fuck them yeah yeah shields yeah yeah except they 
misspelled shields on the card named shields, but they only misspelled it once, not no, no. twice. And not only did they only misspell it once, they misspelled it in the giant bold yeah. title. <laughs> giant title of card. But they, Shields. They spelled, S-H-E-I-L-D-S. But then on the tiny little bitty corner stat in the bottom of the card where it's in tiny font, they spell it correctly. Where it yep. says, you know, you get plus five shields, that's fine. No, no, no. But you see, this card isn't shields anymore. This card is the shields. shields. The shields? I'd like to have some shields for my spaceship if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit... If you're not careful, I'm going to hit your shields with my shillelagh. did I yai. It's like they brought Scotty back yeah. from the original Star Trek, yeah, absolutely. and they forced him into the next generation, and they put him in charge of designing Shields. these cards, and he's like, well, what's this card? And they're like, well, those are the shields, and he's like, oh, yeah, the shields. I'm going to spell that S-H-E-I-L-D-S, the shields. I don't know what you're saying. You don't? <laughs> no, laddie. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. There... If you have if you have a typo in your manual, that's fine. If you have uh, a typo in the really <laughs> tiny little font, yeah, itty bitty, it's where it's easy to good. miss, but in the bold title, bold title you know. on a very common card too. S- Star Turk the game. <laughs> Star Turk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the Star Turks. Uh, I I notice at least counting the shields i noticed at least three production errors when yeah. we were playing you know yeah do you remember card. some specific ones yeah uh there was one of the cards where you're supposed to get plus three attack and it didn't have the color and border oh, yeah, around yeah. the attack no part. Border. so it was like white text on a light green background so it's kind of hard to read right uh Ooh, okay yeah. that reminds me of something and then there was there was uh the wharf card in the game it looks like it's giving you plus shields but they forgot to put the number in there so it doesn't give <laughs> infinite, you anything, but it should. Infinite. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know. But that reminds me. Just it's it's not a mistake, like a a a typo. But we felt like it almost was a mistake, which is one of the cards in the deck. I mean, that that you can get one of the character cards that I really liked, which was like he's a Klingon named Corn or Kern or something. Kern. And yeah. okay, so this corn. card, yeah, Corn. Corn, nice well, fan. Little Corn, your Klingons. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So, but the funny thing about this card was he he has just a static three attack, but he has this ability is that when you play him, you can pick odd or even. You, you pick odd or even, <laughs> yeah. and then you f- you look at the f- top card of your deck, and if you guessed right, like if you guessed odd, and then that card has an odd number, um, then you get plus three. So then he becomes six attack. The thing about this card, though, is that. The majority, and I'm talking about like eighty five, like eighty five yeah. percent of the cards in the game have e. I mean, have odd, um, c- like odd costs. costs. Every, ha- every basic card you get has an odd cost. The three money card you buy has an odd cost. Almost all of the the people that you would buy are five, seven, nine costs. Yeah. Right. So I would yeah. get this, you know, this Klingon Kern guy and everything and I would play him and I'd just be like, odd, flip it. Oh, it's and I, every you never time missed. I never, never missed. missed. I was always right. And that guy should have just had six attack power <laughs> because he always had it. It was like what was what was the, the analogy you made about the D twenty? Yeah. Oh it's <laughs> like a D twenty where if you roll a twenty uh, you miss, except for you're actually just rolling a D19. <laughs> it always hits. It always did. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's 
try and wrap this up. Uh, I'm just getting angrier and angrier talking about this. I'm going to go like road rage on my way home. I'm just furious. Like, uh, this game could have been good. Uh, I don't know if I would play this game again. I would I would never, ever, ever play co-op you in would this have game to, You'd have again. to pay me. You'd have to pay me a thousand dollars per hour. That might yeah, actually be a, true. A Brazilian dollars. <laughs> a Brazilian dollars. Brazilian dollars. I I would I would play the single player game again. I uh, would probably play uh, the single player game. Yeah, I would again. not. I would not play the co op that's in that box ever again. I no. might if they wanted to try again and and print out a different set. I'm if if the game base game is good and they printed out an expansion to this with a different co op, and there were other things in the box that made me wanted to purchase it. I might try a different co-op. You might be able to trick me into playing this game again. Like if I didn't yeah. know that this was the game that I was playing. If you're like if Dwayne said like, "Hey Clara, you want to like come over and play games, you know, this weekend at my place?" And I'm like, "Okay." And I show up and then the game is already set up on his table and he's like, "Well, let's play." And, <laughs> and I know I, check it, I, check it out. It's Tantalcorian space. Yeah, and then like <laughs> I realize More tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized, like, the door's locked behind me, and I don't have a way to leave or get it's home. Saw, it's Saw 7. Star and it's Trek just like, deck building game. oh, okay. Under those circumstances, maybe I would play this game again if you tricked me. All right. So I'll keep that in mind. I, I, now now <laughs> I know how to rope you into playing this game again. But, we, you know, we, there's one part of the game we haven't even we haven't even tried yet. Like, we haven't even seen the what, two the, v two. what the 2v2 is like. Yeah. I, I mean... Uh, the single player makes me slightly optimistic. I'm I'm horrified that it might be close to the co-op. Uh, it's supposed to be like Klingon battles. I, I I don't know. Klingon Civil War. Klingon Klingon Civil War. I I will say this: the game's full. Of, there's a lot of flavor to it. I think that. I think that the the Star Trek universe has a lot of flavor and there's a lot of space to mine there. If there could be a better game to be made in this I area. think the flavor in this was actually like whatever Romulan cock is flavored like. <laughs> oh my this God. This is really bad. I'm sorry. Like, uh, the, other than some slight nostalgia for the actual Star Trek, the Next Generation series, this game was terrible. I feel like, the you know, if you're a hardcore Star Trek fan, then you still can enjoy this buying this like you can still justify buying this game and enjoying i don't know if you can it. justify playing it especially with friends oh you not the yeah. co-op you could play the free-for-all with your other hardcore trekkie fans yeah. and then you guys can all get off on how trekkie it is like that's that's fine but i just i i cannot in good conscience recommend this to just any any gamer all right so james is to say shuffle up again or trash this card uh, I, I say you're probably gonna you're probably gonna trash this one. All right, Clara, shuffle it up or trash it. Oh, this game is dicks, and I feel like if you <laughs> it, one of the requirements to buy this game, like if you're at a game store and you go up to the register to buy it, they should ask you to see your Starfleet Federation membership card because <laughs> if you're not carrying it, they shouldn't sell it to you. Okay, so that is that a trash it? Yes. Oh God, yes. Yeah, I, I'm also in the trash it. Uh, I, I I couldn't justify going out of my way to play this again. If someone made me do it, I would do it. But uh, the single player is is probably like fifty percent of what I hope a game could be. The the multiplayer, you know, the the, the, the co-op, co-op is like zero percent. The the co-op is uh, <sighs> wrecking my car into into a, a, a pile of trees would be more enjoyable than this. 
I um, think I don't even have nuts, but getting kicked in the nuts sounds more fun. You would like this. to grow some, then get kicked in them? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the honest to God equivalent, equivalent of like, you know, some Ferengi, you know, fist fucking my ass over and over. I, I can't. I think that might Ooh. be worse than Murloc porn. What yeah. you just said there. <laughs> might be. I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we close this one out? No. No, I'm just no. so angry. You're ready no. to get beamed out? Yes. So, yeah. so Someone angry. needs to beam this game out into space somewhere. Dicks. Uh, okay. So uh, let's wrap up. Uh, you can find us here at Hit the Deck Podcast. Uh, on a whole bunch of places, uh, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we are on Geekerific.com along with the other Geekerific podcasts. Uh, some of us are pretty sweet. What's that? Check them out. They're pretty sweet. They are sweet. I'm on one of them. James has been on another one of them. I'd like to be on one of them. Yeah, maybe, maybe you will. Maybe you will. <laughs> maybe when we make you know some funny voice podcast, you can get on that one too. I'd be very good at that. Yes. Uh, we have Twitter account. Uh, there's at hit the deck. Uh, I am at Dwayne S T A. It's, it's actually at hit the deck pod. At hit the Jesus Christ! I am so bad at this. Yeah, you're you just are. so angry. Yeah, I'm. Would, I'm angry. Would, at you would for you like correcting me, to, me. Would you like me to handle the closing credits? No, okay. no, Three? I got it. Right. I got it. We're at hit the deck pod. James is at at James F N X. That's right. Uh, I am at Dwayne STA. Clara is at home because she doesn't have a Twitter I'm account. Sorry, yet. I don't have Twitter. That's okay. I don't tweet. We'll, we'll, find we'll, her on we'll, we'll get her a, a Twitter account. Clara doesn't tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I won't. I won't use it. I promise. Uh, Kellen, who is not here, and I hope he feels better, is uh, not on Twitter. Joe is hopefully at home sleeping or okay. Joe, we miss you. We hope you're okay uh, and not like in jail or something. I don't know. And if he's around, his Twitter is yeah, it's uh, at Joe Bono, uh, Joseph jo- Joseph underscore Bono, Joseph underscore Bono, and then yeah, please, uh, you know, jo- you know, like our Facebook page, leave comments, send us messages. If you send us, you know, requests or questions, we will talk about it on air, possibly. Yep, Absolutely. we have an email uh, hit the deck at geekrific Also, uh, 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 rate us and listen to us on iTunes. Yes. Have we gotten on the Zoom yet? Has Luke gotten us on the uh, Zoom? I don't think so. Okay. Probably we're, soon. We're not on the Zoom yet, but we'll be there soon. We'll be there very soon. Uh, so this has been episode two of Hit the Deck Podcast, uh, brought to you by Cardhouse Games. Uh, we reviewed Star Trek the game, the deck building game, and I think we're we're done. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.